BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. You're listening to Sunday's episode of The Archers from BBC Radio 4. I don't think I can ever remember Tony being so, well, larky as he was on Friday. I know. And in the end, he had a grand old time. He did, he did. After saying he didn't want any fuss for his birthday. Well, we all say that, Julie. Mm. Usually means I fully intend to have a proper knees up first chance again. Yeah, uh, Kenton's the same. No fuss, really, no fuss. Oh, go on then. (laughs) (laughs) It's good you can laugh now. I was almost forgetting how. But things really are better. Not so bad, yeah. Kenton's improving all the time. Slowly, but surely. You can manage the stairs now. Oh, yeah, much better. So life's looking more possible. It has its ups and downs. More full of possibilities. You still worry, though, David. About? Oh, you know, day-to-day stuff. Fallon was a bit quiet yesterday. How was that? Harrison had this problem at work. Oh, what sort of problem? Well, he can't say, can he? He ain't allowed to. Mm. And he wouldn't anyway, for Fallon's sake, but he he worries, which makes Fallon worry, which makes me worry. I know. Yeah. We fret about our kids, we can't help it. But Harrison can deal with it, if anyone can, so it's not insurmountable. I mean, it's not like it was after the attack, when every shadow made you jumpy. Things can be sorted. Like the bad feeling between you and Lillian? <laughs> that was never bad feeling. Spat, then, on Valentine's. No. Or tiff, whatever you want to call it. Difference of opinion. Ah. And yes, it's sorted. <laughs> we understand each other. And I don't bear grudges. Ah. Jolene, good to see you. I think I'll take those empties out the back. Oh, don't bear grudges. Is that right? Ivy, <laughs> how goes it? Vince. Right, won't be long. Oh, busy man. How are you doing, Jolene? Oh, not so bad. Thanks for asking. I mean, really? Yeah, getting through, I think, yeah. Because I've got a name for you. A name? That conversation we had a while back, I made you a couple of promises. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, one, that I wouldn't say a word to Elizabeth about what you told me, which I haven't, and still won't. Two that I'd find out what I could about the gang responsible for what happened to Kenton. Oh, yeah, well... You Rock know, Vince, solid I... promises. So, anyway, I made a few quiet inquiries and I found out a bit about the scum who might have been involved. It, thank you, Vince, but I'm not that sure... That guy I... you thought you recognised? The one who came to your gig? Uh, His name's Marky. Marky? Which is a start. I mean, not much, but a start. And I've got eyes on another couple of blokes who might be mixed up in this. Actually, things have quietened down here, Vince. Quietened down? Yeah, in fact, I've been kind of thinking the problem might have gone away. I don't reckon it's going to do that, not with those sort of people. Uh, oh, look, there's people need serving. I'm sorry, Vince, but, but i got to get on. We've got to do something about this, Em. I know we have. We're doing this tree surgery thing. And we are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We are doing it. 
Startup equipment alone is going to cost a packet. I mean, look at this. I know. And then there's accommodation while we're doing the training. And insurance. My car premium's bound to be going up after that <sighs> blooming tree comes down it's on it. It's all adding up. If we can't get ourselves stable... We can, though. I mean, we, we just need a few answers. It's like looking at a mountain. Yeah, it is. You're right. You look at the top and you think you're never going to do it. Yeah, too right you do. But that's not how you tackle a mountain. You don't look at the top. You look at the stages. The stages. Yeah, right. You have different camps on the way up. Base camp, where you start, and then camp two, camp three, and so on. What are you going on about? How to climb a mountain. You're at base camp. What's your first objective? I've no idea. It's camp two. Two? Yeah. Not one? What? Well, you're at a base camp. That's oh. like the ground floor. No, so your first stop is going to be no, one. No, it doesn't matter. Camp one. No, that's not the point. The point is... You aim for the first stop, and then you get there and you have a sandwich or something. A sandwich? And then you aim for the next stop. The mountain is made up of all these different stops, and you do them one at a time, and that's how you get there in the end. Right. <sighs> so what's our first camp, then? Grazing the ten acres. Oh, um, no. I've, I've been round and round with this one. I've talked to everyone. No, not everyone you haven't, no. Well, who else is there? The National Sheep Association. Oh, Yeah. Not sure how they could help. Well, I phoned them on Friday. You phoned them? Yeah, I thought they could advise us. Did they? Well, it weren't too promising to start with. <laughs> well, that's a surprise. If you pay for grazing, it's probably going to be 50 to 100 quid an acre per year. That's a grand. No, I know. It's not promising. But then this woman I spoke to, she did actually have a useful suggestion to make. What's this? Stop taking in the middle of the day. Oh, you shouldn't be here. Oh, I guess that's the point. This is the stockroom staff only. To avoid awkward conversations. I'm checking on supplies of bar snacks. That's all I'm doing oh, here. come off it, Jolene. We're in the middle of a conversation. A private and a very pressing conversation. And suddenly you're off serving someone who didn't need serving. Next thing I know, you know where to be seen. I told you what I want. I want to forget this ever happened. And you reckon you can do that, do you? It's gone quiet, Vince. It's been quiet for weeks, and it'll suit me fine if it stays like that for the foreseeable. And what about putting these scumbags away? What about it? Well, don't you want that? Yes! Oh, in an ideal world, why not? But it isn't an ideal world, is it? Oh, I don't like the idea of them roaming free to do what they like. Oh, sorry, I can't take on the responsibility of that. This Marky, the one you recognise, we've got a handle on him oh, now. Don't, Vince! Which means he can be stopped. Just leave it! Please. I don't want this all stirred up again. What are you looking at me like that for? You've seen him again, haven't you? No. You have. You've seen him again. Has he been back here, Jolene? When? Oh, just after we spoke. You and me? He came to the car park here. And what happened? What did he say? Oh, look, I'm asking you, Vince... Will you now leave this alone? Oh, I'm only trying to stop things like this happening again. Well, I've heard nothing from him since. They've not been round here, and that's the way I want it to stay. I don't want to know any more about it. But they haven't gone away. They have! That's exactly what they've done. I mean, quiet inquiries. What do you mean by quiet inquiries? How quiet? Because anything more than a whisper, they're going to know. They'll pick up on it, and they ain't going to like it. So is that clear enough for you? Jolene. I want it to stop right here. 
No, no, that is just a crazy idea. You think? What, talk direct to Miles Titchener? Why not? Because we've already approached him through his solicitor. Yeah, but that didn't work. <laughs> What's the right way to go about it? Well, not according to this sheep association lady. No, no, no that, that door's closed. Surely it is. She said some farmers are quite OK about offering grazing. It might even suit them. And lawyers don't always get that, so they just say no. But, but this is Miles Titchener we're talking about here. And the solicitor would have been just going on his instructions, surely. We don't want to get on the wrong side of him. No. No, of course we don't. So we can't just go cold calling him, can we? And that's going to get right up his nostrils. Well... Well, nothing, Em. I mean, <laughs> we'd just be walking into trouble. And any road, how would we get in touch with him? Phone him up. We haven't got a number. We dealt with his solicitor and he said, more or less, shove off. So he's, he's not going to go giving out contact details, is he? His name's Titchener, though, and he's got a farm in Hampshire. That's enough to find stuff out. I doubt it. I, I doubt it very much. Well, it worked for me. What do you mean it worked? I got his number. Wait, hang on, hang on. I'm not, not sure you should have done that. Well, I did, and I called it. Um, what did he say? He was perfectly all right about it. What, was he? Yeah, perfectly. Well, what did you say? I said who I was. Well, you, well, you told him who you were? Yeah, I was calling him. He had to know who I was. Huh. Yeah, yeah, no, I suppose so. And I said I was calling about the land. Hmm. Only not like we did with a solicitor, you know, kind of begging on the back foot. So you didn't just straight out ask permission? No. And why not? Because I thought of a better way. I said if we do carry on grazing, it'll actually benefit the land. And I said we'd be prepared to do that if that's what he wanted. That's neat, Em. <laughs> that's very neat. And we'd only be asking for an 11-month contract. Only 11 months? Yeah. Why? Well, because you do a year, and that establishes a full tenancy, which ties his hands. Right. And that might make him decide against us. So anyway, he sounded fairly keen. What well, is that what he said? Well, what he actually said was he'd think about it. He'd think about it? Yeah. Oh, well, that, that's something, though. That's definitely something. And he's in the area tomorrow, so he thought he'd see Oliver, have a bit of a chat, and he could see us too. Well, so we can see him tomorrow? Yeah, I said we'd meet him at the site. Ah, brilliant! Blimey, well done, Em. We're in. <laughs> We're actually in. Oh, mind you. What? Well, for meeting him tomorrow, we're going to have to play it really careful. Don't want to go mucking up an opportunity like this. Vince Casey's in again. So? With Elizabeth, over on that corner table. And that's a problem, because... No, 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 it's, it's fine. Oh. Only you were talking to him earlier, and I just thought, you no. know... What? What, that maybe he was bothering you? No. Because he can do that. He's not the most sensitive sort of bloke. He's not always aware when he's not wanted. He wasn't bothering me. I can have a word with him if he is, though. You just tell me and I'll have a word. There'll be a couple of menus for that corner table, Jolene, when you've got a moment. Oh, Vince. Yeah, I'll fetch you some. <clears throat> Treating Elizabeth to a decent meal, are you? Oh, not exactly. No? She's treating me. Why don't you go over and say hello? Well, yeah. Well, she might think you're avoiding her. <laughs> Of course I'm not avoiding her. Elizabeth? There you go. Uh, two menus of the wine list. Thanks. Uh, thank you. You thought about what I said? Of course I have. Well? Like I told you, I want things just as they are now. Quiet. That's not going to happen. You have to realise that. Look, if I was a bit snappy this morning... Oh, I don't care about that. It's only because it was churning up all these memories. They will come back. And it was stressing me. 
those memories can come back. That's the point. Because it's quiet now, it doesn't mean it stays that way. Well, that's what he told me, though. What, Marky? If I just keep quiet. And you reckon he's a man of his word, do you? There is no binding contract with people like that. They do what they want, not what they promise. And if they want to come back, they will. So think what that might mean, Jolene, what it might mean for you. Or Ken. Then what am I supposed to do? You've got a choice. Tell the police. No, I can't. Hand the whole thing over to them. Well, they'd know if I did that. Or you could talk to Harrison. Off the record. Keep it in the family. Harrison? See what he says, and then listen to his advice. But honestly, Jolene, you'll need to do one of those things, and do it sooner rather than later. <laughs>